Welcome to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy since you're already in the room. As soon as you come in, just smash that like daddy. All right, don't even wait on it. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion News Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be on, on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Real Talk That Talk. No, excuse me. Type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you type in Real Talk That Talk. Y'all be messing that up sometimes. And no, I'm not reading that. That's coming off the dome. All right. Um, so here we go. So, yeah, um, after having a few conversations and um, I have someone uh, that I that I affectionately call my daughter. Um, I've known her since she was about 17. And she has a podcast called The Good Up Podcast. Uh, y'all go check that podcast out. Super dope podcast. Uh, but she was her podcast recently was talking about um, grooming and predators and as it relates to adults and young folk. And it got me to really thinking about some, some stories that I had heard uh, some situations that I may have or have been around. Um, And so we, I felt the need that we need to talk about it because um, these things do happen. And they happen a lot more frequently than we actually believe. So let's go ahead and get into this thing. We, we talking about some of them, you know, terrible things that happen into the inside the band room. So let me ask this first question and I'm going to actually shoot this first one to Maya first. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why afterwards. So here we go. Do power dynamics make people more attractive <laughs> do power dynamics make people more attractive what do you mean by that like so i can collect my thoughts as she speak what do you mean by power dynamics so basically if let's say you were just a peon that came into the band one day you know what i'm saying and then all of a sudden you the drum major in year two or three now you have there's been a power shift there's that power dynamic amongst between you and you know whatever you're the rest of your class or whatever there's a power shift does that make people more attractive does that make more sense that i that did i kind of clarify it a little bit you yes, did, right. but now you just messed me mess my initial train of thought up. no go with your train of thought and then we can we can circle back around so but go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I guess so. And you mean attractive physically or attractive like you want access to them? Both. 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 Okay, cool. Right, keep going. Are so, going? are we okay to go off of that? Is it, are we talking about peers? Are we talking about like my crab brothers and sisters when I made captain, would that make them feel some, does that change my attractiveness in terms of? We, we, talking, we talking about all of it. We talking about peers. We're talking about. Uh, staff members, we're talking about all of it. 
Age old, yes and no. <laughs> I think yes, yes. Anytime there's some type of power or what have you, that is attractive in some shape, form, or fashion. And just because it's attractive doesn't necessarily mean it has to be attractive in physically in nature, right? So it can be attractive in terms of something that you aspire to be or something that you associate yourself with. But yes, I, yes. Because if that was the case, then... I'm, I, so like... May, somebody may have never wanted to be a leader, right? But because some particular person that was in leadership is why they're now a band director or now they decided to to change their industry or their craft of choice because someone who was in a particular power strain or hierarchy has some type of effect on them. But I mean, there, there's multiple ways that we can look at this. But for now, yes, I think so. Okay. And we're going to get into the multiple ways in a minute. I'm going to tell you why I called on you first. Quan, do power dynamics make people more attractive? Absolutely. And it does. And if we can use band, but we could use corporate, we could use real life, we could use the education sector, it does. Because here's here's the truth. Um, At the end of the day, people look at position wherever you are in your hierarchy as being attractive because they want access to you. Like you could be a, a member of a nonprofit organization, but because you sit on the e-board, people want access to you. And people, men and women, are willing to use whatever it takes to get access to you. I mean, let's let's be honest. And we may not talk about this, but let's 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 keep it one thousand in, in the words of Maya. There's certain band directors that get hit on by parents. You may not be the cutest band director, but because you have a position of power and it's a professional position, they may a parent may slide in your DM. We don't want to talk about it, but it's true. Or we talk about um, you said I know we were talking about grooming, but there are some females that shoot their shots at the band director because maybe they feel like they can get more scholarship. Like, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to use it in, in this term. Bill Clinton is, was not the most attractive person in the world. But you, was, you was peeping Bill Clinton? No, I was not. <laughs> but what, I, what I'm just saying is Bill Clinton had one of the biggest scandals uh, of the 20th century because of his position. Because he was the president of the United States. Like, it's a it's about position. It's about titles. People love titles. People people love access to that entity merely because they'd be like, Well, I'll find out because I'm cool with such and such. Like that's that that's what people want want, you know, they want that access to feel like they're in the in crowd with that person. You know? Let's be honest. All dancers are attractive, period, right? But it's a difference when you be like, I mean, to, to, to a degree, like what I'm saying, dancers are attractive, are attractive young ladies. But what I am saying is it's something as a notch on your head as a young man at that time to be like, but I'm, I'm talking to the captain. It's a difference. If we ain't never had them type of conversations, if you ain't never had them type of conversations in the band hall, you a liar. Man, I'm going to shoot my shot at the captain, man, because, man, she fly. Blah. That happens, bro. Even as people that may try to chop it up with the section leaders because of the position and title, and then they try to use that to their advantage because it's about access. And in my opinion, 
it's more so about position, title, and access more than just the physical aesthetics of the person. Because that person could be assed out ugly, but because of that title and position, they look more attractive. That's all I'm saying. Somebody said in the, in the chat, clout. So people do anything for clout. So there you go. So I'm trying to figure out why why mine has been making these faces, but I know we gonna. I know she gonna. Anyway, the reason why I asked Maya first is because through our history in our culture, not just black culture, not just band culture, it's always been seen to be that it happens more frequently in the female aspect than it does in the male. For instance, you watch an old TV show and that hot new professor or that hot new teacher comes in. They don't show the dudes really, you know, swooning over the, the female teacher. In most cases, they will show the female swooning over the male teacher. Um, and so it's always that question of, is it because they're in the position of power or is it because the fact that they are actually quote unquote attractive? So that's why I, I asked Maya the question first. So I don't know, Maya, have you ever had that feeling of being uh, or seeing someone in power who, because they were in power, gave them a little bit more, uh, I guess you want to say physical attractiveness or whatever? Yes. Yes and no. So See? even if they were already okay, damn. Cause now I'm sound <laughs> I'm not 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 in the sense of like, oh, I would never be attracted to them, but oh, they're a vice president or something or another. No, not in that case. I'm saying like yes, there is an attractiveness. Because to me, it goes down a little bit further. But I mean, again, it's not Captain Save of mine. I'm not trying to save myself. Ain't gotta say no old, okay? But shit, I mean for the sake of the conversation, right? Mike Jones said it best. Back then, they didn't want me. Shit, now I didn't want me. So, so yeah, there's definitely a thing. Like, let's be clear. Anybody who says it is not, whether you're male or female, same sex, uh, uh, whether it's a platonic relationship, whatever, yes. And yes, we've all done it. And yes, I've done it. Not in the band world. Let's be one thousand percent clear. Uh, I don't need no stories, no nothing. Yeah, I, I because I I know your past band director, so I, I will hope not. <laughs> no, not not no not no way, not no how, no. But no, I I, I find that very interesting. And and let me tell you a, a a quick story, and then we'll we'll keep going further into this, and we we gonna keep opening up this worm, this worm, this can as as far as we can open it without getting shut down. Um, but I just remember, um, and this isn't this isn't a uh, um, director person. This isn't a director, but I just remember it was this guy who wasn't who was just a regular dude who was like kind of like the weird dude. You know what I'm saying? He was. I'm not going to say he was lame, but he was just kind of the weird dude, you know? Um, and then he made drum major. Yeah. And he couldn't stop the chicks. And I was like, that's the same dude though. Ain't, ain't nothing changed about him. He just, he, it's the same dude. What is it? And, and I think Quan, you've kind of already mentioned it, but what is it that 
gives people their boldness to now all of a sudden want to pursue, even if it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be in a position of status with that person. If that makes sense. Can I go? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. I, it goes back, but it goes, it goes back to this person could potentially give me access into areas. Maybe I wasn't privy to prime example. Let's keep it a book at PV Delta side runs the yard in regards of stepping. They haven't lost the step show. You know, I may be different now, but they haven't lost the step show when I got there since like 2001. Right. It's, is it still like that? Uh, I'm pretty sure I still like that. I don't know. Somebody who a current PV student, let me know. All right. I think they, I think it was one, but they lost the TBS. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. Hey. My correct me if I'm wrong. They've been killing it, right? So. Right. There's a one, that's, there's an aspect of attraction for that, right? Because like they were like great steppers on the, uh, on the yard. Because it was an exclusive group. And because most of those Duke brothers that was inside, those gentlemen that was inside, they were section leaders. Another aspect of attraction. Then you tie that into access to, and when I was on the yard, phone parties. When you look at all of that, it's about position. Not saying that those dudes weren't attractive in their own right, whatever, but it was about access. Not saying that they didn't have game to talk to the females if, if they wanted on their own, but it was about access. The bottom line is when you are in a certain club, certain groups, I mean, I'm speaking as a, as a male, there's certain access that you want, right? There's certain things that you deem, you know, even though we look back and it's childish, but if you transfer that to the real world, it's about access. What can this person potentially get me into that is going to benefit me in the long run? That's what that's about. That's why Real Talk, they're looking at it from a drum major perspective. Drum majors have meetings with the band directors. And then guess what? Then when you flip over to those sexual aspects, I can get you to pillow talk and get, get, I can get you to get me, give me this information that I want from that may be only privy to the drum majors and doc or the not doc, uh, but I'm just saying like a, a doctor, whatever. So but I just want to be clear because we're talking about that. I just want to, you know, my, my thing is at the end of the day, that's the truth. If you telling me you, you got five drum majors or seven drum majors and all these girls trying to talk to him, what do what you think they're talking about the most? Most of them going to be venting to each other about, man, I don't like such and such. She be tripping. Oh, man, really? Man, yeah, I wish I was such and such. You know, they be hazing back or glazing back there. Oh, for real. Certain accesses certain privileges, certain things, real talk that they know that they can get their hands onto and use that person to their advantage. That's what that'd be about. I've seen it with my own eyes. I think, yeah, but I think there's also whether in a, well, should I say whether conscious or subconscious, I think it's a, a portion of competitive nature too, right? So if I'm going to enter myself into a, a step show or whatever, I didn't come to lose. I didn't come to get fifth place. It may be 15 people in here, but I didn't come to get fifth place. Yeah, I still want something, but I didn't come to get fifth place. You know what I'm saying? So it's like in terms of hierarchy and the bounds of hierarchy, if there is possibility to 
reach for the top for some people, especially if you have nothing to aspire to yourself or you have no access or gain or what have you for yourself, then I got to figure out how to get my ease of access some kind of way. If you think for a second, them band booster mamas are in there just truly because they love, they love to pass out cookies and, and Powerade. No. I tell you, if you think that them band booster mamas was not the, uh, the damn shit was the staff meeting was from here to here full of women. It wasn't because they love their kids so damn much. That, that wasn't the case. They were trying to see how close the big Dean, you know what I'm saying? If we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We had a one-off. Um, <laughs> My bad. Hey, but, but, but. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love the inside jokes, but uh, but no, but 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 I'm just saying, you're right though. Like, as as a male band director, man, it happens. You you did, but but he, here's the thing. Ooh. I know maybe Crystal could speak about this. We don't know how many dads real talk shot they shot at her. And my thing is this, they, it don't even matter about no no status, about, about your marital status, if you marry, single, whatever. It's about access. Like, let's be real. Man, real talk, if I rock with the band director like this, maybe they'll drop my, my child band dudes. Hey, any means necessary. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. So when you look at the aspect of authority, everybody wants to get close to him. Prime example. How many, how many people really want to get close to the pastor? Oh, that's my pastor. He came visit me when I was sick in the hospital. <laughs> oh, I'm cool with the principal. Oh man, I you know, I, I kick it with him all the time. It's 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 a clout thing because it's about access. How can they, those people benefit me? Man, that's really what that'd be about. No, seriously. Like club promoters. You can be the looking like the bottom of a shoe. You know what I'm saying? But you will have some people who will collect themselves, male or female, to club promoters or what have you, because I'm trying to be in here in the damn parties. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be standing on the couches for the free. Some people have that mindset because they can't attain it themselves, so what's the next best thing? I can't get it for myself. Or I choose not to. So I'm going to, I can potentially group myself with the next best person to be able to have my cake and eat it too. Unfortunately, if that's what I'm saying, if we're gonna talk about it, then let's talk about it. So, oh, oh, you about to say something? I'm just about to say one thing real quick. Me, it's that that a trans that a transferred to the Greek life too. Man, how many people really was a nobody? All of a sudden, they get them letters and it's oh, you such eighty percent of every organization that brings somebody in, eighty percent. And you and and it, it be that one person be like, man, I'm a such and such now, you know, I'm a bruh now, and all of a sudden they their visibility or we we would say female stock will go from here to here because of letters, man. We we be attracted to that stuff, man. Just being honest, bro. So so let's let's really quickly <clears throat> here we go. We we gonna have to dive. Cause we're about to die. All right, let's let's dive in. Uh, really dive in. So, power dynamics in the band room. 
and and I really want to start here. I know people. Pretty sure Quan, you know some people. Maya, you probably heard of some people. On the high school level, when you're dealing with students and band directors, that's that's why I say Maya, you probably heard some people. You know, just you know, you may not be that connected to a lot of people, you know, band director wise, but there's the power dynamic there too. And so one of the things that I found interesting and and I can't remember how the conversation went, uh, but me and my wife were having a conversation and it, this, this conversation basically came up. And what I told her was in a lot of situations And unfortunately, it could be in the inner cities. It could be, you know, with with students with broken homes. A lot of young ladies, when you have male band directors, attach themselves to those band directors. And a lot of it is because of the fact that they spend so much time with those directors. And. They in um, in many cases, and I kind of heard this on on Good Up podcast, and I didn't think about it until I heard it. Um, on the podcast, a lot of those, in a lot of those cases, a lot of those young ladies may be filling voids that may be empty. And so that there, that there is a power dynamic as well. And so when we see those things happening or when we hear about those things happening, what makes you, or, or, or when you've heard of those things, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Do you blame the young lady, do you blame the director? Do you, where, where's the thought process when you hear those things? Uh, Maya. Damn. Okay. You said it's going to get heavy. So let me be clear. I'm never in the, the field to victim blame, right? So let's be clear about that. So whoever the victim is, and especially if we're talking in the sense of grooming, the victim is that of whom is being groomed, not the groomer. So the groomer, if said person is the band director, they are absolutely the point of they're in the wrong, right? Because you have a choice whether, I don't want to say history repeats itself, but bad things repeat themselves, right? And so sometimes those things aren't going to stop until something has been put in place to be able to benefit or switch that behavior. Right. If you want to talk about the Jeffrey Dahmer situation, if you want to talk about serial killers or whomever, usually those persons who are like that have experienced some type of void or who have, haven't experienced some type of role or, or, or fulfillment. And it comes out in different ways. Right. So let me be clear when I say, I, number one, whoever the higher person is, whoever the adult is, whoever the band director is, whoever is that in the role of the groomer or the person taking advantage of is always at fault. Point blank period. I'm leaving there. Okay. I, I was going to let you get that in, but all right. Kwan? I'm leaving there for now. Okay. Oh, no. No, no. You wrong. Period. You wrong. The reason why I say you wrong is because you have a certain code of ethic that you need to operate at all times. Um, broken home, uh, father figure, all of that. And I'm going to be honest, it's to the point where as a black male, 
The truth is you are guilty even when you're innocent. You're guilty. Um, and I'll just have a transparent moment. There's some there's somebody in particular that um honestly slandered my name at one point as well. And I was never have been in any of situations like that that's inappropriate with a student. But I bless God that people knew my character enough to be like, nah. But went through a full investigation and everything, but was lied on. I've seen band directors that have been lied on. And you have to create systems to protect you at the end of the day. Um, the truth is, bro, if you're grooming a child, regardless, I don't care, age, whatever, you, you're wrong. I've seen situations where people have been caught in the act of inappropriate relationships with students and lost everything because where you got a problem, you feel what I'm saying? There's nothing, no excuse of why you should be grooming a child. That's a child. Cognitively is not there. That's a child. So you guilty. If a student, cause I've, and I've seen this as well. Some, and my mama would say this, womanish or mannish students approach teachers. You shut that down and you report it to protect you. I'm thankful that my office has open windows. And when I'm speaking to a young lady, I'm speaking to her with another counterpart, another female counterpart to protect me. Bruh, you wrong. There's no if, ands, buts. I don't care what attractiveness, what brokenness, Whatever, you're wrong. And you got to hold yourself accountable at that standard because ain't none of that worth losing everything. So, the adult is wrong. You need to have integrity about yourself. And if you have an issue like that, that person needs help. Just bottom line. I, I don't, if it happens to you, you need to report it immediately. If if you if that person is having that urge, they need to get out of education and they need to seek help. There's no excuse for none of it. And it's happening time and time again. There's been people, news articles where it's gotten to the point where people have had full-fledged relationships with people. Come on, bro. Like, come on. You're there for the betterment of the student to help them. You're just, and when you get to that point, all you're doing is just feeding into their brokenness. So you ain't no better. Nah, bro. That is wrong. And I know you said you 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 were in a situation. Have you, but outside of that, and and I know as a director, this is this has kind of happened a few times. But outside of that, have you found yourself with students who have really tried to attach themselves to you, and you've had to you know kind of push them back and put them at bay and and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like that. Um, the the difference was they because like that's a fine line between this is a father figure and I want this person to be my father. Like like it's a fine line. I agree. You know, and it's like the difference is when you're with when you're with those students all the time, like as as band directors, as teachers, as educators, right? These kids tell us everything. We know what their mama do. 
We know what their daddy may not do, what their mama may not do, what their grandparents saying, how they feel at home, the struggles that they deal with internally, if they're cutters. We, we know them kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really know them. And but it's a fine line when you see that they can't when when they're trying to blur the line. That's when you define it again. Like, hey, I'm your band director, bro. If you have an issue, uh, uh, especially for me, if you have a female issue, well, let me bring in the dance teacher. Let her talk to you about that, because that's that's an area where I don't I don't need to step foot in that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, let me bring in another band mom. To, to address that. But I mean, in the state of Texas, there are certain laws and certain words. When I hear, I, we, we got to go to the administrator for like right now. And that's just what it is. And that's just the fine line that you got to develop as, as a teacher and educator, if you want longevity. And also here's the bottom line. Some of that, you can't put yourself in that position. You cannot lead with your heart. When it comes to things like that, you got to leave with black and white. Black and white says, if you say this word, if, if a young lady is saying inappropriately touch, if they're saying they're being abused at home, any anything like that, oh, I'm, I'm about to hit this anonymous CPS, like real quick. Like you you, you got to look out for the benefit of the student at all times. Oh, man, Quan, man, you better be paying attention to those modules that we get at the beginning of every single year. Absolutely. Yeah. Better be paying yeah. attention. Shoot. The modules, yeah. and you got to sit through them bad boys. But hey, yeah. And if you don't get a certain score, because they hold you accountable. Absolutely. I, I know, I know, I know somebody that legitimately, uh, it was a question that was posed to him, and the question was, what What is rape? That was the question, and because he didn't understand how the question was posed. He didn't think anything of it. So when that young lady then brought it to her, the administrator, they still held the teacher accountable because you didn't bring it up. Even though he wasn't fully aware, it was just, it was a question like, hey, like, what, what is rape? He didn't understand it. Like, like he defined it and then it, he was like, okay, it's over. She never stated she was inappropriately touched. She was forced. None of that. He just was like, I th- just thought I defined it. And he was held accountable for that. So you got, man, you got, to, you got to realize everybody looking for a fall guy. Don't position yourself to be that person. Protect yourself at all costs and at all times. So that's just what it is, bro. And honestly, when it comes even to some of these, we 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 haven't tapped into it, but these same sex relationships. That's a different story too. Like you gotta, man, you gotta, man, you gotta tread through the murky waters too, bro. Because it's it's abuse that goes through that. It's rape and stuff that happens through that. Man, you better report that, man. Some sometimes we try to protect people. Nah, let the people do their own job. That's I'm a band director. Let me be be the band director, but let me report that too. All right. Um, this thing is gonna get a little bit more deeper as we get into that. This next topic. Hey, Portia, how you doing? She, she thinks she's pulling into the garage. Hello. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. I got a question for 
all of everybody on the panel before we get into the next topic. So let me do this. Welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered. We definitely have an unscripted and definitely uncomfortable conversation tonight about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more, man. Y'all go ahead and smash that like, daddy, man. Get these likes up. Also, I don't know. You can go get, put a like down, thumb down inside. I ain't tripping. All right. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion News Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk. On Apple Podcasts, type in real talk that talk. All right, here we go. Here's the question going around the room. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta situate myself for this question here. All right. Maya. When you were younger, did you date someone older than you? Yes. I have always dated someone older than me. I'm talking about like Yes. 1620. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. All right. All right. That, that, that's that's the question I'm asking. I ain't talking about like I'm 21 and the person is like 23. That's not what we're talking about. Yes. No, I understand. And okay. so for me, of course, hindsight, 2020. But my position has always just been a little bit different, just in the sense of I've always been in the place of having to be having to be older. Now, now I'm not saying that this is okay, but I'm saying like, yes, my age has been younger, but the age in which, because what I graduated when I was 16, I graduated high school when I was 16 because I was advanced up. So in terms of that, again, I'm not excusing it. I'm not making it any different, but I'm just giving some clarity and some context as to how this, these things happened. And this particular person I knew in high school and it kind of okay. You didn't ask me that. Never I mind. didn't. I didn't at all. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I mean, it just. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Portia, <laughs> what about you? No, I don't do that. Five years is my max. We needed to be on the same playground at some point in my life. Otherwise, we are in on. No, I don't do it. Old man, get worm. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't. That's not a thing for me. Oh, now wait. Let me. Be I was not ready for that one. I was never a range larger than that either. Let me be clear because you scared the hell out of me when you said that, Portia. Now wait. I ain't never went 16, 15 years. I think the max that I've done is five years. Yeah, right before. She said, oh man, get you worse. Yeah, now shit, now whoa! <laughs> you got to take Good this Lord. Uh, so I, I, I will to answer my own question. Um, no, uh, well, no, yeah, I was eighteen. She was thirty. Yeah, or I may have been seventeen. I was in between that was that somewhere in that ballpark. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, Quan is, is, is on a break real quick, but also one of the things that I thought about too, when I was younger in high school, I just remember, and, and, and honestly, uh, they talked about this on the podcast too. And it brought up some memories for me. I just remember girls getting picked up by dudes who, didn't go to the school and had full cars and full beards and was probably going to TSU or U of H or something to that degree. 
And for me, I just could not wrap my head around why. Um, so one of you, since you, you ladies are here, uh, could you, one of y'all answer that? Why, why did it, why was it acceptable for someone who may have been in high school to date somebody who was massively older? Uh, well, I mean, it's still laws on the books now in most of these states for people that can get married at 14, 15, and 16 years old. And, you know, it doesn't really regulate. As long as they get the parents' permission, you know, it's legal. And I think that is the craziest thing in the world. But tradition, that's, that's historically how things have worked. Women marry or date or pursue older men but I don't know I, I there is no way that Wanda or Rob would have been down for any of that I, I don't I don't know like it, it was never acceptable like I couldn't even take rides from people that my parents didn't know so you know I, I don't know but it, I saw it too um it was girls that had full fledged these men won't even go into college they had full-fledged jobs and I ain't talking about they had full-fledged jobs because they decided not to go to college. They had full-fledged jobs because they had graduated from high school, our high school, eight, nine, ten years ago. But you date picking up this girl who's in 10th grade with me. I don't know why that's acceptable. And they didn't find nothing wrong with pulling up in the circle after school to pick these chicks up. But now it's a little bit more taboo. But... Most of the time, people do, I mean, I had one friend, she did sneak and do it, and when her dad found out, I thought he was going to kill everybody, but most of the time, people going to do what they're allowed to do. Um, that just wouldn't have been allowed in my house, and I was so scared of my dad when it came to stuff like that, I wouldn't have tested those waters. So, yeah, I, it's not to me acceptable but it used to be more acceptable than it is now and I mean depending on where you live stuff like that a lot of that stuff is still going on okay so all of these things and all those questions brings up the, the next topic um and we can talk about this from a personal sense not you personally like you have been through this or you have dealt with this but you have seen it happen or we can talk about it specifically coming from the band room or in education because it has happened in education and, and a lot of people have kind of turned a blind, blind eye to it. So here's the question. When we hear about these situations, why do we sweep them under the rug? When we hear about these situations, why do we sweep them under the rug? Uh, Quan. Or did he not hear anything? So he he just kind of like I don't even know what's going on. My my internet at the school is uh, intermittent. I don't know why. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can. Hear you. Okay. So the question is, what was your question, bro? I'm sorry. When we hear about these situations, why do we sweep them under the rug? In in regards of scandals with like older people and and the kids. Yeah, yeah. So you know, young young sixteen year old is is messing with the the brother that I'll use Porsche Porsche's uh example then graduated is 10 years older 
coming to pick them up from, you know, the schoolhouse or, or sometimes even when these younger kids or, 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 or even heck sometimes staff members may know about what's going on with a teacher and some other young person and just won't say nothing. They sweep it under the rug. So when we hear about these situations, why do you think that uh, we sweep them under the rug? Not as a personal thing, but more or less as a culture. Because some of us honestly was raised, in my opinion, some of us honestly was raised by our grandparents, and that should happen then. Like being honest, that's and that's just my opinion. I don't think it's right at all, but to a degree, it's like we think that shit cute, and it ain't. Like, think about for 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 young men, it's quote unquote, it's a fantasy aspect for you to get the older teacher. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you gave the example, Luke, earlier of the professor and the, the younger female student. Like some of that is brainwashing our mind in a society and culture that that's cute, that's attractive, that's sexy, quote unquote. You know, it's it's uh, forbidden, you know, so, so to speak. Like some of that people think is cute, but the truth is it ain't. Um, and then also some people use it as a status, like going back to the attractiveness question in the beginning. Look at the situation with Anna Nicole Smith and how she blew up because she married a 90-year-old man. Like, that sucks. Um, but some of that, what we see in uh, in our society overall, man, man, I think that's some of the things that we've accepted from the yesteryears, you know? And I don't think it's right. As long as you both are grown of legal age and you both, both, pe- both parties are of sound mind and body, they know what they're doing, and that's different. But not no 16-year-old. That is, you, you, you're you still a predator. That's still grooming. And all you're doing is breaking these people, even breaking these people down even worse. That's all I'm saying. So that's, that's not cute. But in regards to sweeping it under the rug, I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't sweep it under the rug. You know, but I, I, I'll check any man that's, that says, you know, and I bless God, I've never been in a position where I heard a dude say, man, that student right there is fine. Or that student there going to be fine. Nah, you got that mentality too. Like, that's a child, bro. I've never looked at a student was like, oh, they're attractive. Never. Uh, that's not what's up. Okay. Oh, bye. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, saw you. I saw you hit the unmute daddy. All right. Uh, oh, she about to. I was pa- gonna go, but I didn't know if you had. Yeah, because I well, I was gonna get Portia, but I see her hitting, oh. hitting the garage, Daddy. So Maya, you can go, and then that'll oh. give Portia enough time to get out and get settled. So, I agree. Um, my mind went a little bit of a different way too. I think that it's swept under the rug because it's easier to not. Right? We can recognize. We can have an issue with it or whatever. Just like when we talk about band and stuff, it's hard to be the person in the room that has a different opinion or tries to bring something to the forefront. On the flip side of it, there's a, there's a point of acceptance. There's a point of personal dealing that comes with it as well, right? So my thought was when you, when you at the house or whatever and Uncle Ray Ray or Auntie Lulu or whomever because it happens, whether male or female, coming over, you need to go put, your pants, come, go put some pants on. That's 
not the kid's fault or that's not who or, or we need to go put a shirt on or whatever. That's not their fault for being at their house, being whatever. If you know that one particular person is coming over and I, someone has to change their appearance for things to be acceptable or for you, them to be okay or, you know, oh, you don't need to be showing whatever, well, why is he looking? Why is she looking? I'm, I'm a child. There's some personal dealings that have to come with that. Oh, because, I mean, we can talk about the Nicki Minaj situation and her husband or whomever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've, or you've accepted this behavior from somebody, but also I don't want to send my brother to jail. I don't want to send my sister to jail or, or my uncle or my grandpa or whoever. So it's easier to sweep things under the rug as well because you don't have to, it doesn't have to really blow up. It doesn't have to be dealt with. It doesn't have to be internalized. It doesn't have to be accepted. And we don't have to say verbatim and out loud that this is wrong. Or I've been feeding into this particular behavior, whether subconscious or consciously. But that's that's the first thing I thought of because just growing up, I've heard, seen, experienced that that happened. Of course, more times it was a, a, a daughter or a child or a, a, a young lady, rather, as opposed to a, a dude. But I know that it happens both ways. So... I, so I, I, I guess for me, but as a parent, I think the difference is because we don't know everybody's mindset, I think some of our parents told us to go put a shirt on because I know my mother would tell me if I didn't have a shirt on and she would have one of our lady friends come over that a young man without a shirt on, that's disrespectful. That's That's how she reared me as. So you need to go put a shirt on. Um, if a, a young man is coming over and I have a daughter and just as she's walking around in our PJs and our PJs is short, I don't want to give that man the inkling or thought of it. So yes, sweetheart, you need to put on some clothes because it's a different aspect of being comfortable with your daddy. Cause you know, your, your daddy should, let's be clear. Your daddy should not have that mindset of whatever. Right. But I think it's an aspect of protection. Um, but let's let's be clear, the, like them uh, them aunties or your mama friends. When you get older, oh, they be shooting their shot too. Oh, you you is some handsome now. You didn't grow up where you stay at. Now. You know what I'm saying? Like like they be on that too. So I mean, and then vice versa. You know, like look at black movies on how uh, I think it was a uh, Medea's brother Joe. Uh, I think it was on a family reunion where he was like, "Girl, aren't you Sophia's uh granddaughter? Go and reach down, way deep down in that tub, you know, for that cold drink." And I mean, we sweep those things under the rug, but those things actually happen. And I think it's about protecting your kids, bro, at at all costs. But it it doesn't make it right. Uh, like none of none of it is right. Uh, it's just it's just crazy, bro. It's just crazy. All right. Um, Portia, when we hear about these things, why do we sweep them under the rug? As a culture, not personally. Got to make sure I put it out because I know some of y'all be like, I ain't sleeping that shit. No, but no, I'm, as a culture. Um, for me, for the most part, what I see is, um, like I think Maya was starting to say, um, it's the easy way out. And you know, in the black culture, our mentality is, their business is not our business or, you know, what happens here stays here or, 
you know, we also have this thing where if we don't know it to be true or we can't prove it, you know, I don't want to ruin nobody's life, you know, um, that's basically not my business. So I'm not going to worry about that, but it is your business. If you know that somebody is dealing with a child, dealing with a, you know, a student, that is your business. Um, because where's your sense of community? How would you feel if that was your child, if that was your relative? So I think it's the easy way out. And I also think we use this as a chance when we choose to mind our business or not address it, or I don't want to be involved in that. So to me, it's a scapegoat more than anything. And to add to that portion, what I realize is the resolution is bigger for us in our community than actually sitting down and saying, this is what, this is what it is. Like that's, that's bigger. Like people don't want to really resolve it. Like, I, like you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's more pu publicly damaging to truly say that this uncle that y'all been supporting all these years have been not only touching this person, but this person, this person, this person, and and we, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be real. Everybody that knows me, I'm a firm believer in Christ. But you can't just pray everything away, and that's something that 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 we we got an issue. Well, we're just gonna pray for him. No, that he needs to he needs to be held accountable, and he needs the proper help because if not, he's gonna keep victim victimizing more and more people. Um, think about some of the people that have to literally go to family functions and, and that we know that that person is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or they've done people wrong. Um, but that's, it's easier to sweep it under the rug than truly face it. Most people don't want to face their demons to really be healed. I think that's, that's the own, that's, that's the bottom line of it. So, so keeping it in, in, the same thought process, sweeping it on the rug. Um, when you are dealing or, or I'm not going to say when you're dealing with it, but when you have situations like, and, and I'll give you an example. I heard about a director a long time ago who was having a relationship with a young student. Got caught. They let him back in the band room and got caught a second time, but he didn't get caught by the teachers or the student body. He got caught in the house by the parent. So my thing is when we, when, when I'm talking about, or when I bring up, or when we talk about sweeping it under the rug, we're also talking about peers doing it as well. Right? Because the students knew that the girl and and even in other situations, the student knew that the young lady was messing with the teacher, but they don't say anything. You know, or the students know that little Johnny is messing with Miss whatever name, you know, but they don't say anything. So in that same vein, why do we feel as a culture it's okay to sweep those things under the rug as well? I'm going to just go say this real quick, Portia. It's no difference. So all of those people that knew should be held accountable too. 
That's number one. Number two, I see a comment from Tina. She's saying about the R. Kelly situation. This is how I feel. If you put R. Kelly in jail, you need to put all the parents in jail too. That's just my thought. I about completely it. agree because I wasn't getting flued out nowhere. And Rob would be like, my dad be like, you going where? You doing what? Well, who? Huh? You hear me? You going where? Let me let, let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> Honest. Okay, this is the kind of parents I had, all right? I'm adopted. But I know my biological mom. And she had saved up because I really wanted this coach bag and she bought it for me. I ain't even, my parents wasn't even home. I came home and hung it on my door. I go downstairs to dinner. My mama, my parents sitting there, they tell me something, you need to tell us something. I said, what's going on? They said, where that purse come from? We ain't buy it. I checked with him. I checked with her. She didn't pay for it. Where it come from? I said, y'all wasn't here. My mama saved up and she got it for me. They was like, oh, because we was good. We was going to be some problems. My parents, my daddy came to me one day. I will never forget. I was in ninth grade and said, so you still feel like you want to fight us? And I say, what are you talking about? He said, all this around here, my house. So I found out, you know, I, be, I eventually every so often read that diary that's under that mattress because I want to see where your head at. <laughs> So I couldn't stay over nobody's house that they ain't know their parents. I couldn't take rides from people that they ain't who who your mama? Who 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 I I don't those parents had to know. Your, where's your child flying off to? And you don't know. Where's your child coming in the house with Gucci, Louis Vuitton, all this stuff? Who was buying those parents off? I don't care what nobody say. Because my bringing- mama. And my daddy wasn't down for none of that. I don't, they are responsible. Where do you think your child was at? Where? I don't want to, I want to, don't want to get super off tangent, but if you really look at that series when it first started, they said that she was kidnapped, but you knew where they were. That ain't kidnapped. That's number one. Number two, you knocked on the door and she opened the door and he was nowhere to be around. So that was our own will. And then all of a sudden, when the woman said her occupation, she said that she worked, one of the parents said they work in Billing and Colton. But I looked at you from head to toe. You had a Hermes backpack. You had some Gucci slippers on. You're not making that in Billing Colton. They've been paying you. And then you're driving around in your car, which was a brand new Tahoe at the time. It was paying you off. That's why it's like, as African-Americans, we got to look at the writing on the wall. If, if if he guilty for all of that and he wrong, cool. But them parents, them parents wrong too. So it was one another one, mom and daddy. So you telling me that as a as a father, so Luke, you telling me as a father, you gonna drop your your kid off to R. Kelly house after the fact you know that after that 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 tape then quote unquote came out? Come on. Like we we, hey, we don't, gotta don't, look. don't ask me what I do, because I kill a motherfucker. I'll, I but you feel give me, me a cursing in I'm, this month. I'm gonna step on you. I think, only, I think that they only start filing charges, and it only became a problem when he stopped paying them. I'm sorry. This uh, this the math ain't nothing. I'm no no. You you not telling me that he's flying these girls out, and y'all don't know where your child at for a weekend. Somebody lying. I, it but, ain't. Mm-mm. But watch this though. But then to to even push it even a, a step further. But you had grown women that was there too talking about he wouldn't feed me. So tell me this though. Tell me this. You thirty. Your whole job is on radio. 
But then you back door and you say, well, he wasn't feeding me. And then he could leave. He left and came back, but you still left. You stupid too. Hey, That's what I'm saying. I, don't, I don't get that. I don't I don't know how we and it I think the reality is and I know a lot of people gonna not like this it's so accepted in our community because a lot of this been happening for a lot of years in a lot of these families and we haven't dealt with it and because we haven't dealt with it that's our mentality about it it's better to ignore it than to address it And that's, that's, just, that's just what it is. Like, and that's exactly why I said, like, you don't want to tell on your brother. You don't want to have to send your brother to jail or your sister or whatever, because now I got to put the spotlight on us, whether it's the perfect family, whether it's the whatever the case may be, we got to make it a little bit more real. And now it's, I got to taste it in my mouth. Nah, there's something wrong with this man. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but just the thing, but you knew it though. But that's what I'm saying though. So now, now you got to know that I'm filthy too. Now you got to know it's also something that's not really clicking on all fours yeah. for me too. So everybody, shit didn't bring. Didn't and you know life. what's sad about this is that there are some people who feel like there's loyalty to the offenders. There are some people that feel like I know a situation. A friend of mine who found out somebody in her family was doing something to a child and told them split the whole family in half. Mm. Half of them felt like she did the right thing. And the other half felt like family is family. You hold family down. We could have dealt with this internally. But that, but that, but that goes back to the sweeping under the rug that we talked about last week. What's talking about last week? You on vacation. Just go back and watch. (laughs) No, but for real, like what in the name? Like that's so crazy to me. And when she was telling me what was happening, I was like, this is nuts. Like family divided. Like they can't even come together for Thanksgiving no more. It's two different places. It's the people who wrote for the family member and the people who wrote for her. And I'm like, what about riding for this child? That's no longer the same. How that? But yeah, it's people. And my thing is the people that wrote for him. Are you leaving your kids with them? Because now that I done got away with it, and I know some of y'all gonna have my back. Well, she he didn't really get away with it. He ended up going to jail. But I, I, all y'all didn't forsake me, right? So I'm gonna do it again when I get out, right? Because y'all gonna ride for me. It's the craziest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. But that's our mentality. You can Loyal- take that and flip that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, loyalty and family and all that does not supersede doing the right thing to me. No, I agree with that. And I think you can flip that to the whole friend situation. I looked that you mentioned earlier, like, oh, you know, if if my best friend, my best friend's best friend, whoever they are, knew that I was, this is not a true story. Because I don't know how y'all like to do. Not me personally, but said person was acting with this older individual. I mean, shit, as long as, I keep getting A's because you messing with what Professor Z did it and do whoever, you know what I'm saying? And I know that my stuff is squared away. I'm going to keep my stuff on the hush. Again, this is not me speaking. <laughs> it's not how I feel. 
said person <laughs> can feel entitled because they're in the cool. So it's again, we don't have to accept it. We don't, ha- or we don't have to make a big deal out of it because I got what I need and I'm able to prosper and I'm able to to, to do what I need to do with ease because I got this over you, right? You better you listen. You better you might want to step back in line because if you don't, I got this to hang over your head. Then all your shit falling down. London Bridge is falling down. Now, when it comes to kids, that's the problem. And, and as an educator, that's that's what we see on a daily basis. That's what we teach on a daily basis. And I don't care if it's affluent. I don't care if it's urban. I don't care none of that. It happens. And as teachers, we deal with the backlash. Uh, we deal with the backlash of those kids having crazy outbursts. They can't contain and they don't know how they uh, how to uh, deal with their emotions. Uh, they're rageful. Because you telling me, I, I get it at home. I'm not safe at home. I'm not safe at school. Uh, more and more kids have become cutters. More and more people, like the suicide rate is going up. I mean, and and we want to speak about it. It does happen frequently, you know, with young ladies. But I realize it, it happened with young boys, too. It does. It does. And and a lot. But, but there's there's a topic that, that's going to talk about that. So I don't want to jump too quick into that uh but you're absolutely right Quan. you're absolutely right all right well speaking of topics let's go ahead and move on to the next topic all right man welcome everybody to talk that talk we have the unfiltered unscripted uncomfortable conversations about band hbcu band culture music music education and more man y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy for this episode man also please make sure you subscribe to the passion is network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, type in Real Talk That Talk. All right, um, Quan, you kind of hit on it a little bit earlier. This is not the the male-female thing, so we're not going to jump right into that. But you kind of hit on it a little bit er- earlier uh, when you were talking about the consenting age, right? So here we go. Should student-teacher relationships at the university level be overlooked? Go ahead, Portia. Y'all gave up cursing. No. H no. You were cursing and on mute? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Go no, ahead. I'm just saying I gave up cursing. No, H no. No. It should not. That is wrong. And that's a that is a big pet peeve of mine. I, that is crazy because it's still a power dynamic. And what I don't understand is yes, these are consenting adults. But if you're on a staff at a a university or a band staff, like you have a power dynamic over whatever student this is. And what I don't get is for these people who are actually band directors, that podium gets you anything you want out here. So I'm just trying to figure out why you got to go for these students. And the other thing that I don't understand, and I mean this, no, I'm going to mean it how I'm going to say it. I ain't seen nothing there that make me want to jeopardize anything. They all broke. That what we gonna wait till you get out of band practice to go out? No, I, no, I, I don't even understand it. I don't get it. I, I, I'm at this age. I just look at them like. I, and when I first got back on staff, one of the boys was like, "Ooh, Miss Porsche." I said, "I don't do Fisher Price, Tonka toy, Play Doh, none of that." 
Don't do it. Bye. Like, I don't, I don't get that. And then for those that are university employees, you're going to jeopardize your coin over a female when it's grown women that have nothing to do with this university that's chasing you just because you're in that podium, just because you're leading this band program, just because you're the head of Ranger. Just, you're you going to get you, that's going to get you grown women. So why are you dealing with these students? I don't do nothing to jeopardize my coin. You hear me? This mortgage and these bills need that check. I don't understand it, but they do it all the time. But I still think it is wrong. There is a problem with that. I, I just don't agree with that. And I don't care that it's an adult. That's nasty. Like I said, old men give worms. Oh man, give you I'm sorry, that is hilarious to me. Uh <laughs> all right, Maya. Uh should student teach God darn it, shut up. Should student teacher relationships at the university level shut up be overlooked? Mute. Like, I had it on mute, but then it came off mute. I'm sorry. No, it shouldn't be. Like, everybody wants to pull the, oh, we adults, we adults. We pick and choose when we want to to use that as a validating statement. Oh, we grown now, this, that, and the third. But still, at the end of the, do- uh, end of the day, there are things in place to where even in, out in the real world, adult or not, you can get a job when you're 16 years old. You can't even be in the same department and, and report to your spouse or whomever the case may be. So why would this make this any different? Why would this make this okay? So, no. Long story short, no. Or should... I mean, I'm reading the thing again. No, it shouldn't be overlooked. What's funny? Did I miss something? Yes, I do. Did I miss, I miss something? No, you didn't. You didn't at all. You didn't at all. I was no, listening. No. Go ahead. I just think that I think that that shit's real crazy because it's like, like it's again it's a scapegoat, right? Because we're able to say, I, I don't know. I just don't like when there are blurred line of conversations where we can say at some point this is okay. It's okay until shit goes left. Things are okay until we actually got to deal with it and reprimand persons or whatever the case may be. So no, it should not be overlooked. All right. So uh, before I get to Quantas, I I, I want to say this. So. Um, I'm old. I, I, I know that. Um, so say about the bell, the college years to me, I thought it was a great show. Um, did a decent job of following the actual say about the bell. Let me just put that out there. This is, you know, a lot of people didn't like it. I, I thought it was great, but anyway, uh, in, in save by the say by the bell, the college years, um, Yes, it's Power Rangers. It's not Kim Possible. Y'all don't know anything about music. Anyway, um, but um, Saved by the Bell, the college years, on a series of episodes, Kelly uh, started dating Professor Lasky. Now, if you if you didn't watch it, just know that Kelly was the undergraduate student and obviously Professor Lasky. Um, the young ladies on the episode didn't have a problem with it. And as a matter of fact, many people didn't have a problem with it, uh, except for Zach, obviously. Uh, but that's because he just kind of wanted Kelly. But he made it very, very known to the dean. The biggest thing that Professor Lasky had the, the issue was, was just the, the fact of embarrassment. Uh, he didn't want to be embarrassed at, because he, he felt that it was not unethical specifically, but just the fact that he was dating a younger person and specifically a student. Um, and so when I watched that episode, 
you know, for me, I was just rooting for Zach. So I was like, you shouldn't be messing with Professor Lasky. You phony. You a cheater, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as I got older, because every year or maybe every two years, I go back and watch the whole series of Saved by the Bell again. So I think it was last year when I watched it. Um, when I watched it now as a as an adult, I look at it and, I'm, and, and there's two sides of me. One side of me is like, well, she's older than 18. So, I mean, eh. But then there's the other side of me that that says, yeah, well, he is a professor. And like you said, Portia, there is a power dynamic. So I personally am kind of on Zach Morris is not trash. All right. Uh, but for me, um, you know, I'm on two sides of the fence. As a matter of fact, Zach is trash. But he, he one of the greatest characters ever in that show. Slater definitely was second. And then obviously Screech. All right. But Quan, go ahead. My bad. Quan, should teacher relationships, <laughs> student relationships at the university level be overlooked? No. So, no, it shouldn't be overlooked because you don't want it to. Because the bottom line is a conflict of interest. We're going to be honest. Bottom line, the relief. If a said student is trying to talk to uh, a director, then let's be honest. Uh, Maya, you mentioned blackmailing. If you got some tapes or footage, you could possibly get a full scholarship, man. You play symbols. Just saying, that's never heard of. You know what I'm saying? You play front ensemble and you got a full ride. That don't make sense to me, right? Uh, so does it have, and we, we say student-teacher? Mm, I don't know. They they both are they both are grown, so it's not it's not to a point of um like you know, rape or anything, you know, uh what is it what is what's the proper term? Come on, somebody help me out. Uh statutory or anything like that. But just bottom line is a conflict is a conflict of interest with the situation. Because once once two people disagree, then where how how can you keep the professionalism there. It's, it's out the window. So that's why it's, it's just best not to do it at all. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, should it be overlooked? Nah, nah. I play first triangle. That's, I'm sorry. That's, that's funny, Chuck. Um, and, I, and I'm going to be honest. I know of at least four marriages where it was a band director of student now these are older like band right these was like 80s 90s but then that again goes back to what i said or the question earlier why do we overlook it why is it just like me you know whatever right um but no i i i'm i i'm just curious because of the fact that like i said you're you're dealing with adults there is that power dynamic but let me let me still ask this question they are two consenting adults I just I wouldn't do it bro I, not, okay. it couldn't be me it, I mean like Portia said it ain't, it ain't worth but it ain't worth your job it ain't worth your job bro it, it just ain't worth your job because she, she or he is consenting while it's beneficial to me because right. the other the flip side to that is you are still going to be accountable to that university well, you can't go in there and be like, uh, they are consenting adult. If now she mad or he mad and complained and said, I felt like I had to mess with him 
or her, or I had to do this, or I felt like this or that, or I was made to feel like there would be some benefit to me if I did this or that. See, that's the, that, that's the problem there. It's all good until it ain't. Hey, so y'all remember that, that, that little picture from the, the fam you rattler girl when they took the picture naked by in front of the rattler? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that they, they had threatened her? It was like, what, well, they're not going to give her her uh, diploma mm-hmm. and her rebuttal? Remember what she said? She said, if I don't get my diploma, there's going to be a whole bunch of professors that are going to be exposed. That's going down with me. Exactly. So it's all good till it ain't. So, nah. And I know of some situations that have happened up here. It was all good till it won't. Now you have to answer to the administration about your little job. <laughs> Chuck stupid. Chuck say, but what about years after graduation? That's <laughs> what I, but see, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask. But you will never get over the sense of that means you was looking when I was in school. Let's be clear. Hey, but but wait, wait, you wait, wait, no, no. But you but you two, you two, you two grown adults. You Nah, I'm sorry. I don't I don't I, look. No, I don't I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that. Nah, listen, no. I disagree with that. Let me tell you, let me tell you why I disagree. I'm gonna tell you why I disagree with that. I'm no. Nah, I'm gonna tell you why I disagree with that. That means that let's just say, let's just say, for the sake of argument, it's a band director and a student, right? And they're both adults, and the band director was checking them out the whole time, but they graduate. That means that band director pra- practiced restraint that whole time and was and was respectful. And then all of a sudden, hey, nah, nah, I, I disagree. Maybe all that got better, and I was like, well, she did. But there was still a little something happening. But I didn't do it though. Right, you didn't do it. It ain't a single person that was on the band staff when I was at Norfolk that I'd be like, ooh. But you, but but you're talking from a personal experience though. What if, what if, you know what I'm saying? What if some old. I'm just saying, Portia. What if some old miso body teacher was in there and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's my that's my type of meat," and you graduate? Nah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He pull up on you and be like, "Miss Portia, thank you." All these years, thank you. And you be like, you know what? I'm what if what if you ain't a student hey, no more? You done graduated, it's over. You done, he graduated four or five years later. Hey. You saw your homecoming, Miss Portia. And you look at him like mm-hmm. nobody calling me Miss Portia. Miss Portia. It's a problem. It's a problem. If you don't call me as Miss Portia, you already mm-mm. Mm-mm. What you say? Push a P. Come on now. I don't want you to take nothing. Leave you alone. Push. Thank you. Come on, what? Be, now that's a tough one. You might need to put put that on the shirt. <laughs> no, we say that every we say that every show, and I don't be putting none of this on the shirt. Oh, oh, y'all going too far. You missing out on our money. What happened? Y'all going too far. What Come way? on. She she said respectful us. You can see a per- my thing is this as a as a man, you can see a person be like she's attractive, and you keep it pushing. You don't have to you don't have to be gawking like mouth drooling Nobody over a person. Says you gawking, but if the if the opportunity presented itself in this situation, said opportunity did present itself. After, huh? Years later, though, after graduation, like years later. Wait, 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 okay, so 
So maybe maybe I'm the problem. Okay, maybe it's me because it's something like that would have problem. Because I feel the same way, Maya. You're not gonna get me to say. Oh, that mean that they something happened while they was in the underground, or he, or they was at least checking for listen. each other. No, whatever. listen. They was just waiting until I just need you to get that diploma in your hand. Listen, you, I'm just Maya, you know, Portia, you know, y'all both got some band members that was checking out some professors at the time, right? Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's let's be real. Let, let, let's just leave it that. Yes or no. Yeah. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is, is this, and 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 I think that that me and Quan may be on the same page with this one. What we're saying is this: when when that that said person that y'all may know graduates, and they still find that professor attractive, and that professor comes to them three, four, five years after graduation is like, hey, you know, I hey. I, I, I'm trying to shoot my shot. What's good? You mean to tell me that those persons that you may know gonna be like, nah, I'm good. You old and nasty now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you Porsche's opinion. Oh, okay. Well, then there you I go. I think it's gross. I would never do it. I'm not saying people don't do it. I told y'all I think old men get worse. I, it's not my preference. I don't do that. I don't like it. It's, it's not, and I don't, I only do, I think. The youngest person I dated was like two years younger than me. That uh, so these mm, it, it doesn't work for me. I could never see me dating somebody that was in the legion while I was on the staff. That's just nasty. Wait, I got a question. What? If we talking about staff, how? Okay, are we talking about band directors? I don't care what you did. You could pass out water. No student teachers, actual student teachers. Does all this apply? But student teachers are usually either undergraduate or grad students. You still on band staff? That's no, we ain't, no, we ain't talking because they, 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 <laughs> right? Like that's phony. No, that's not what we talk about. We talk I'm about. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just letting you know that's not what we talk about. We talking about the directors, the the head at, uh, 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 associate assistant. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me ask you. Okay, so let's say because now I'm intrigued. Let's say that. The band director just happens to be within within five or six years. You still wouldn't. And I'm talking about fine. Like that was my story. All of them was way. Come on way, to the dark side, Maya. Come on to the dark side. Way older than me. But, but this one, this particular one, is not. Just happens to be five or six years removed. Maybe five five years older than you. Sure. Yeah, absolutely, because this ain't never happened to none of us. I'm not fine, fine. Like, God's gift from earth, fine. Come on. I ain't Come on, man. You make it sound good to me. And I ain't <laughs> <laughs> just saying, shit, I'm gonna take it. I'm like, somebody won't clip back. Be like, damn, nah, I'm just, just a joke, y'all. I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut it right there, too. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess if that was my story, I don't know. I guess that might be different, but there you go. There you go. She's she getting a yeah. She go yeah. She gonna test the waters. She gonna she gonna get up in there. No, but you know what? I probably wouldn't do it because more than likely that's a hole. Oh well, shit. How you just make up a hypothetical nope. with the hypothetical portion? Nope. Because, I mean, I see what nope. it don't 
at that podium, okay? I'm telling you, you ain't got to be the one on the podium all the time. You can do anything on a band staff, and they be like, oh, my God. So, uh, uh, it's a hoe. He fine like that. He the head, he the HNIC, and he young, he a hoe. Fair. Why? Because of the power dynamic? Because of the access they want? Absolutely. You should hear the stuff that people say. I be like, oh, my God. Or the stuff, because I'm close to a lot of the guys on band staff. The stuff that people say. Absolutely ridiculous. I just be like, oh. We had Portia on our side for like five seconds. And then after that, she was like, nope, I'm, I'm good. Mm-mm. It's a hoe. So I don't she came, Right. She came to the dark side for like five seconds. Didn't like it over here and switched back. Man, come on. My, yeah, you with us, though. She walked in a dark room and hit the switch. I's too damn dark in here. Right. Oh man, that's funny. Ah oh, man, well at least mine, we got you, so it's all right. Yeah. Yes, you. You said that. You said that. You. Hey. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right, but the the advocate that you was playing look the advocate that you was playing looked pretty good to you. That's all I'm saying. There you go. There you go. I plead the fifth. I'm gonna dog in this fight. None of us have a dog in the fight. I'm just saying. But I'm, you know, hey, you on the dark side. Welcome. We, wait, we still talking about five years? Five years. Five years. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question while we're still in, 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 in this realm before we move on to the last topic and I open up these phone lines and everybody can come in here and start yelling at us. Um, so I know that, that you all were saying, you know, what if, the what if of, you know, it's good until it ain't good, right? But what if the relationship just works out? Is that still a bad thing? What you mean? So, so, band, let's go back to the band. Which band director, band director gets with the student. Let's say random saxophone player, 19-year-old saxophone player. And they, and obviously we've already talked about how we sweep it under the rug. So all the, the people in the section know about it. They like, girl, go ahead. And then all, and well, I don't know if the staff know about it. If they know about it, they probably get in trouble. But I'm just saying that everybody knows about it. Right. And then they make it out. Is it, was that, was that bad the whole time? Was it wrong? Yes, it still was wrong. Yeah, y'all made it. At some point in time, we gonna stop talking about it. Like it's just okay, but that doesn't negate the fact that yes, it was wrong and shouldn't have been done in the first place. But to be palatable or to go about your business or go on with the rest of your life just because something else is happening is different than saying like, oh, just because they finished across, just because they crossed the finish line. Sure, let's now accept it or let's now, when you break it down to what it actually was, it's still wrong. At the end of the day, it's still wrong. All right. Okay. No problem. All right, man. Let's let's get on to this next topic or this last topic, man. Um I, we might get in, we might get into another heated argument. A fun heated argument on this last topic. But let's do it first. Welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, oops, smash, smash it like daddy. There we go. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy, man. Uh, let's get these likes up. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for 
on Apple Podcasts where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Also, this is the last topic, so I'm going to be posting a link inside of the chat, and I'm going to be pinning it inside of the chat on, chat on the YouTube, so that way you can come in and talk that talk with us. Here we go. <sighs> last topic. So we have had all these conversations, and in most cases, well, I, I just put it this way. I just asked a question. Is it more acceptable? What's more acceptable? Men or women? Let me ask. Let me, let me, let me give you some context here. Typically, if the young lady is messing with the older person versus if the young man is messing with the older young lady, or excuse me, not the older young lady, but the older woman. Usually, which one do you hear the most of? Both. Which, which one is more acceptable? Men or women? Portia. Uh, older man with a young woman. That's more acceptable. Sugar daddies are glorified. Cougars, not so much. Jeez. <laughs> At least not to the extent to. No, it's not. It's not as I'm saying. It's not as glorified. You know, to me, as the other. I mean, people talk about sugar daddies all the time. It, it's something to have. Or oh, his wife is so young and beautiful. You even to the way that they describe that dynamic. Um, it's more words to me to describe a young wife or a young girlfriend or a young woman with an older man than it is. Um, it's, it's songs about it. Tenderoni, all of this stuff to glorify these young women. But it's, to me, that's more acceptable. It's more glorified. It's more mainstream. You never heard this song. You never heard this song. Them girls better not mess with my juvie. You never heard that one, huh? Yeah. He and he don't want to lose, man. I like the whip. She tell her home. I'm sorry, you got me. I'm I'm about to start. I'm just saying. This is not 2012. <laughs> really, Mr. know you're shorty. I know. I feel you for 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 the show. For she show. But no. So like, my mind went to, okay, husband and wife are married, right? They get a divorce, right? When somebody, when a man get, gets a divorce and he go get a oh, young, flame, young, whatever, it's like. Cool I, thought you, the same thing. I, I thought mean, you was about to say something else. Thing. So also, but now, I don't know when this shift happened, but when Stella got a groove back, it's a thing too. Unless if we, I mean, let's be clear. So I'm not really sure. When you, when you pose that question, my mind went to who is the victim. But we're not talking about this. No, you can you can go both ways. It's cool. So more acceptable in terms of mm, that's tough. Victim. Off top, I would say women being a victim because a lot of people want to say like, oh, um, why is a man a victim? Why could a woman ever um, rape a child, rape, rape a rape a man, or rape a boy, or what have you? We don't find that to be possible for lack of better words, right? So in terms of that sense, I think what's more acceptable, and acceptable is a very loose word just in the sense of this particular sentence, it is more heard of for the victim to be a woman and it'd be like, 
Oh, okay. As opposed to a man. On the flip side, we're talking about fully consenting adults or whatever, what have you, to go get you a little young tenderoni. I mean, <laughs> if you like it, I love it. Cool, good sugar daddy, sugar mama, sugar baby, gender neutral. <laughs> So, so I think I just think overall at at this point right now, it's accepted on both parties, and it depends on how you look at it. So, a sugar daddy looks like the is typically described as the creepy old dude with the blue pills in his pocket that's shaking it like egg. Hey, you know, I, I got I got three fifties and eight twenties. Like that's that's what type of uh you know that's how they describe them. That's yesterday, sugar daddy. I just want to put that tidbit in there. That's yesterday. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. not today, sugar daddy, baby. It may, may not, because I forgot that dude. I think he was a professor too, but he's like a model and he has the gray full build. They call him Silver Foxes. Yeah, they. Be, it's it's be in Houston. Yeah, yeah. But. Okay, he will quote unquote be a sugar daddy, but that's like even Ronald Isley. Women was going crazy over his beard. You feel what I'm saying? So he should have got say- that beard a long time ago because Ron ain't used to look like that, honey. And what he got now? A young tenderoni. That woman that he married to? Right. But, but watch this though. But how many are on the flip side? Cougars are the quote unquote cougars are. They could be like, uh, I think it was a it was a skit that was like. You, uh, you need to go to my son's barber because your, your your head looking peasy. Well, here's your money for that. Uh, I know you're gonna play your game, but I left some food to get the DoorDash coming. Like, like it's it's in my opinion in this society, it's accepted both parties, and it's literally who who's this benefit uh, who who is benefiting at at that particular time because Cougars is winning because quote unquote now it's women empowerment to be like, hey, if I want to go and be a notch on somebody's belt, it's going to be on my terms, and this is what I'm going to do. If a dude say, hey, it ain't tricking if you got it, then it is what it is over there. So, I mean, I just look at it, quote, unquote, it's not about a man or woman. It's In today's world, it's accepted. Like, look at Diddy, Diddy in Young Miami. He keeps saying both of them single, but he keep, he keeps tricking on his, quote, unquote, girl, and she's saying that she go with him. And she I mean, come up. You feel me? The truth. He a sugar daddy, but if the sugar look like the car he bought her, okay, sis, when? Go ahead, okay. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, man, that that just that just depends on the beneficiary. So some people they stakes are higher than other, and their cost just went up. So because you can't tell me, you can't tell me, and this is what I found: everybody got a price. The question is, what price you willing to pay? That's all I'm saying. Everybody got a price. I used to say that about strippers. Everybody got every, everybody has a price. Yeah. The question is, are you willing to pay that price though? That's true. You can't. I know Porsche. I know Porsche over here saying, "Man, I ain't date no dude this age. Let that dude be fly. Let him have his stuff together. Let him come at you with respect. Let him be established. He's you ain't gonna win. To the grave. You you ain't you ain't gonna look back at it." Like, okay, so I feel I feel you because that's why I said today's sugar daddy is a little bit different. Today's sugar daddy ain't necessarily the 93-year-old man that's in the hospital uh, 
pimp up to the damn. I'm just head. sorry if I'm old enough to be your child. It's no, a not problem. even that. Not even that. That's what I'm saying. Forty year olds or fifty year olds, they sugar daddies. It's really more so the dynamic of the relationship that determines whether it's a sugar something, a cougar something, a sugar baby, your baby, my baby, sweet lady, whatever, like whatever. If you, there's a benefit to gain, right? If you, you 50 years old, you could be my daddy, and it's an all. But I'm, what am I, 29? You can be If you guy. You can be 29 and be my damn sugar daddy, you know what I'm saying? It's just more so. <laughs> it's the dynamic yeah. of the relationship. What is a sugar baby versus a sugar mama or daddy relationship? There's something to gain, whether it's what is payment? payment on both sides. It just depends on what type of payment it is. Everybody has a price. Everybody price ain't the same. So I, I feel you with that. Everybody got a price. So let me let me. <clears throat> this I'm, is a wild conversation. It I is. Get here. Well, I'm a, I'm right because I'm I'm about to throw it in a different way. You say what, Quan? I thought this was an unfiltered talk about band. I don't know how. Exactly. <laughs> we talk about sugar babies and. Cool. Hey man, I always hey, say and and more. Watch, it's it's gonna be a couple on that's gonna be sugar that's gonna get homecoming. Oh yeah, by by far, by far, without a, without a shadow of a doubt, homecoming. How many, how many of the sorority women be like, hey Fred, you um. What year did you cross? Uh, oh no, nah, nah, I'm 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 over here. I'm I'm gonna talk to y'all later. I'm gone. They be trying to get it in them. Come on, they be trying to get it in them tents at PV. Don't be acting like that. They do. Come on, not in them RVs back there. But let me let me put it. Let me let me go a different route. I'm gonna actually go back to the route that Maya was on for for a second and talk about the the victims. Right, like if it's a young boy and an older female teacher. It's always like, oh, you was with that? Oh, shoot. Right? But if it's a young lady and an older teach, older male teacher, it's like, I can't believe you. How could you do that? Right? So that still goes into the question, what's more acceptable, the men or the women? Oh, in that case, it's the men. It's more acceptable. On the flip side, well, being the younger person. Right. That man is more that man is more likely to go to jail though. Yep, than that woman. Facts. Than that woman. I mean, for sure. But taking it a step further, I mean, more times than not, if men and women are doing the exact same thing, women are gonna look be looked at. How dare you? You trifling, you nasty, you won't raise right, you ain't whatever. But men do the same thing, trifling or not. And it's a little bit more acceptable. So that we can take that across lines, not just uh sugar baby, sugar daddy, or or older relationships. That's a whole nother conversation. Women aren't seen as equal regardless. I'm about to say, is it that is that a whole nother conversation? To me, yes. it sounds like it's the same conversation. We ain't talking about ban on teachers, but I mean it sounds like the same conversation to me. But go ahead. No, I'm sorry. We can take that across. A multitude of different uh, conversations of how men, the measure of w- men and women, and who supersedes who in terms of what's accepted and what's not. Child, please. Let's be real. Hmm. Yeah, that can be taken. You got me. Let me write that down and give me some topics there. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I'm telling you, this there may be a lot of times where we just go way off of this band room talk sometimes, and that might be one of them. That might be one of them. All right, man, let's go ahead and bring. Oh, go ahead, Maya. You about to say something? Oh, I was gonna say that's refreshing. That keeps things, you know, it keeps the the entertainment value up. It keeps the dynamic portion of the show up. Like I like it. Good. Now he said, "I'm a businesswoman for sure." All right, um, it's right here, man. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Chuck, Chuck is down there, man. Let's bring Chuck. We ain't seen him in a month of Sundays. All right, brother. What's going on, man? What up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. All right, cool. What's up, guys? Man, we good. Everybody's good, man. It's good to see you, man. I know, I know, you've been banding it up and teaching it up and leadering it up and counseling it up and everything else in between. Right, it almost took me out, but nah, I've been been busy, man. Every, how are y'all doing? Everybody doing all right? Yeah, we good, man. I, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna assume we all we all here, we alive, so we good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, what was it when y'all were talking earlier? Um, it made me think about like, and I guess I want to ask y'all this question. I, I already think I know some of the answers from some of y'all, but you may have talked about it, but um. Anybody shoot they shot to a TA like when you were in college? Like you only a couple years difference from a TA. No, I didn't. I don't. I don't remember having that many TAs either. So that was a thing too. So yeah, okay. And I, it made me think about it because my freshman year we had a TA in my biology class. Now you know as music majors we only got to take one math, one science. And then we done, you know, then we, then we on to some other things. So she had just graduated, I think like 22, maybe, you know, 22, maybe 23. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember trying to shoot my shot. I purposely missed a test so I could do the makeup test later, you know, after class, after band practice. So it was like a, a one-on-one situation. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, had, I had it mapped out in my head, you know, but. Yeah, then when you went in there, it was it was the actual teacher, wasn't it? No, it was the TA. Oh. I was like, you know, and but it it yeah, it, it, she wasn't gone. <laughs> so, but not nah, but seriously though. And then you guys talked about something that you know um, I have firsthand experience in. Um, y'all were talking about band moms. Them boost the moms. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. You, you see how quick Quan was like. Let me, let me tell you, my, you know, what I'm saying the mother of my daughter. We separated, and as soon as that word got out, man, mm-hmm. I was having plates of spaghetti. I was having uh, uh, gas cards on my desk. Like I lied to you not. It was like I had no clue. I had no clue during. And then after that, man, this is kind of after you left, you had no idea. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just the conversations and the things that would happen with some of these band moms. Like, I was like, man, you know. So, I mean, that's a real thing. And and I think you guys touched on it in a major way about um, just being, I mean, we we, we see it. I'm I'm a huge NBA fan, and we all have heard of what was going on with Coach Emilio Dopa from the Celtics, you know, and in that situation. And the reason why 
it was even brought to light is because of the position that he holds and the position of the where she holds. Yeah, well too. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them, both of them, and, and and it's crazy. You know, I watch a lot of a lot of different podcasts, and and Matt Barnes on all, all the smoke, one of my favorite podcasts. He was like, he he made a statement, and then the next day he retracted it because somebody kind of gave him some insight to the situation. He's like, I'll be surprised if this guy ever coaches ever again. You know, after because it's it's a whole laundry list of things that were going on, and so you know, my first principal was my assistant principal when I was in high school, and he always told me, "Don't get your money when you get your honey. Uh, don't get your honey when you get your money." You know, and sometimes we don't listen. Sometimes we have relationships with coworkers and stuff, and it don't ever work out. It don't ever work out. It's always a messy situation. So, you know. Definitely, and and you think about it, band. We're all together an extreme amount of time, especially at HBCUs. I was looking at a schedule of of this one PWI band, and they go hard for the start of school August, and then mid September they go to two a days. You know, I mean, I mean they go to to two a weeks, and then they practice for like an hour or so on Friday. But, you know, to get ready for the game or whatever. And I'm just like, man, but we spend a lot of time with each other. We get sick of each other, but we also get close with each other, knowing people's families and if they got kids. And I mean, think about it. I know when we were in school, Quan and Julian, when we got out of band practice, everything was pretty much closed in terms of food. There wasn't no late night menu. There wasn't no, you know, none of that stuff. All we had, <clears throat> all we had in Norfolk was Seven Eleven and maybe a Taco Bell. Bro, I know exactly where that Seven Eleven is in Norfolk, and if you ain't from there, you don't need to stop in there. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Right, you get, right next to Capital Cuts, babe. I know exactly where that is, bro. And so, like, we would go to people's house. You know what I'm saying? I know as soon as I crossed out, man, we were at, we were at the Ross house and took spaghetti, doing this, kicking it, whatever, you know. And so, definitely, um, you know what I'm saying? Lines, lines can get <laughs> extremely blurred. But, you know, that's why I brought up that topic. Like, what happens... Let's just say you got a band director that's single, you know, and, and somebody's graduated five or seven years plus after graduation and, you know, you run into folks, you know, what, what happens and how is that looked at in that type of situation? You know? It's still looked at negatively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, wait. So you've been a band director for five to seven years, right? I uh, oh, you just in general. Go ahead, yeah. In general, like this person yeah. has graduated five. You're five, seven years post. It's you. Okay, now it's more so whether you care about what people think versus not. But I think off top, it's gonna be like y'all was either y'all was doing a little something in undergrad, or somebody was checking for somebody. You was just waiting for the clear. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's just the innate thought process. Now, you see my hashtag, I say it's homecoming season. Have you, I'm just asking a question, maybe my, my this is my enforcer, because I, I can pretty much say that I think my brothers would agree as well. Um, have you, you knew somebody when you were in school, you went to school with, and you ain't seen them in years, and then you maybe saw them at homecoming, you're like, oh, this person done grown up. This person looks a little bit different than what they looked like when they were in undergrad. Keyword in school with that's right, right, right. that's, that's the, the difference that's the in school okay. with. Right, right. Now we talking about 
prof whomever or 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 the man that used to work in the whomever office. The cafeteria. No. <laughs> I just like, like that. That's different. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I just want to it's ask that question. Sure. You know. It's bar none. You know, like it's it's a level playing field in school with. Mm-hmm. Now, if you was on some type of staff administration, if you had some type of title, if you were not enrolled in the university at a student, that's totally like mm-hmm. it changes the, the dynamic of it all. all right. I think it's important to like that directors, because of the position that we're in, and we know like on the athletic side, that stuff has been going on for ages. And we talking about high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, starting there. Like, that's been going on for ages. Coaches and inappropriate relationships and stuff. But um, I think it's about, again, like, drawing ba- boundaries. And I say this because um, one of my directors, this current director at A&T, Dr. Ruff, in his office, he has a red tape from the side of his desk all the way to the wall. And the reason being, because he has like very easy information, student information and other stuff on his computer. And you know how folks sometimes get nosy and stuff like that. Like he always has that line, you know what I'm saying? You're right. Like peeking over. So I have to tell some of my students that way. Like, no, you don't look at anybody's screen, you know? And so. I used to tell my kids at all the time. Yeah. And so he, he would do that. I remember seeing that all the time because folks would just bust up in his office and doc, we need to do this doc. We need to do that or whatever. And, He's like, hey, look, I got office hours. This is how you request an appointment with me. He wanted to have that open door policy, but sometimes it, it can get abused. And I'm sure all of you guys, you know, in being in coaching positions and band director positions, you, you have to, you know, sometimes I have like a no fly zone during lunch because my kids want to hang out in the band room all the time. I'm like, look, I got to eat my lunch. Or I got to make some important phone calls or something. I got to have some type of break. So. Um, I think it's important to set those set those boundaries. You know, I, I think students know who to play with and who not to play with. And um, when those when when it's like I don't know when you can see an opportunity, then sometimes folks can take advantage can take advantage you know of, of those situations, especially if like you're in a position of power. Absolutely, bro. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. You you hit a lot of nails on the head, bro. Uh, because I definitely know some situations where, like I said earlier, you know, I've I've had some some young ladies who have become very attached, and I would uh-uh, back up, no move, get away from me. I don't know, uh-uh. no, 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 no. So I, I definitely one hundred percent agree with you, bro. Man, uh, definitely, man. It's great seeing you. We still got to talk. Right, man, bro. I just been busy. I, I, I get you know it. How I go, man. You know how I go. No, you but good. It's been it's been on a whole nother level. These kids are different now. Everybody's like, saying I, it. Everybody's saying talk, it. I know we're not even like talking like we talking about band, but we ain't talking about band. Like everybody's like, saying that. You're not I the first one. I had a student come to my office a week ago. Was like, well, <laughs> you know, I think this is what we should be doing because I watch so much band content. And I just had to stop and pause, like, you know, and I don't pull, like, you know, like, I got my degrees up on the wall. I just put them on there. I've never put them in my office or any of that stuff. I just did that. 
we all know we've had band directors that have that bookshelf full of books that look like they about to fall off. I was looking at my bookshelf today. I'm like, hey, I got all these books. Like, you know, I always wonder how my band director had that. And I never pull like my accomplishments and I never put them in front of my face. But I had to tell this student, I was like, look, every band that you done seen and watched on TV, I done played against in their heyday and in their prime. You're not telling me anything that I ain't never seen before. Uh, and, we, and we were talking about stands versus field. They're like, Ms. Connor, are we doing this the field show? I said, we got a competition coming up. Ain't nobody judging us playing next. Like, I had to go in. I was like, you know what? These students are different. I'm like, man, maybe I need to do something else. Justin feels different. I just want to say that. <laughs> I was about to do today. I, was, I, I had to do like a recap of what y'all doing. And I was like, man. And I just, I just don't come from that school of thought. And I don't want to get off topic. But I just, yeah. So it, it's been a few weeks. And I'm just like, man, maybe I need to do something else. I don't know. Because these students are different. Well, man, whatever you want to do, just let me know. Uh, you know, we're going to chop it up. Right, right. Already. Right, right, for sure. But, man, I appreciate, I appreciate it, man. I hope yeah, I hope y'all doing well. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Norfolk at on the 6th. I'm bringing my kids. That's the it, battle, uh, right? It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're bringing my kids, and so you'll see us out there and uh, uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing them. All right, brother. Soon, man. As always, it's a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate everything. Appreciate everything you're doing, man. Keep grinding. No doubt. Y'all take care. All right, bro. I got a question. What? Uh, what? What's up? Are you done? God, what I do? I was just. I was about to bring in. Just, but go ahead. You. Anyway, ask, ask your question. The manager said, she said, y'all do realize there are students in college of all ages. So I just wanted to ask, like, my perspective has been based off of the typical undergrad age versus graduating age, right? Do y'all think it's any different if said person that is in undergrad is 27, 28, 35, 42, 67, whatever? Does that still change or is there... Is it still because there's a, a power shift or a power dynamic that you would still be unwilling? Not necessarily personally, but it should still be not brought to the limelight if somebody, you know, in a higher position versus another decides to get a relationship with each other. Is it strictly off the age or is it truly the dynamic of the relationship? I think it, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm one of them kind of people who was like 18. <laughs> Ain't that big of a difference anyway, so then what? You couldn't ask me that question. So eighteen is not that big of a difference than what? I mean, you're legal at eight. You, are we talking about your university, Daddy? Yeah. Yeah. So if the if the if the undergrad student is thirty, I don't have a problem with it. I don't see the I don't see the issue. That wasn't my question. Oh, I'm sorry. Then maybe I maybe you I missed the question. Eighteen is not that big of a difference. I'm asking then what? Wait, I'm answering your question first. Okay. So, so, you said if the undergrad kid is 30. Sure. Is that an issue? Okay. Is it? To me, no. He's 30. Then you said, for now, me, oh, if there is a power dynamic, if okay. that 30-year-old is marching in the band, you the band director, you wrong. 
if that 30 year old is in your class and you the professor, you wrong. Okay. Are we, were you waiting on Quan? Because Quan is chilling. I mean, this is not a mandatory discussion. Oh, okay. Well, true then. They, they don't ask the question if everybody ain't got to answer the question. I'm just, I just uh, imagine on you because you're cutting up. <laughs> you need the braids. It's the braids. It's the braids. What does that got it? Oh Lord, here we Boy, go. Got a good line up. Oh, Lord, got God. some new hair on his head. Now he's feeling good. You know what? I got one question for you, Luke. Yo, you come and braid my hair. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna welcome in Justin to the pan to the panel. <laughs> What's going on, bro? I ain't gonna let y'all keep messing with me about this dang on here. Oh man! What's going on there, bro? I'm y'all. Y'all uh, funny as hell tonight. Some interesting conversation. Uh, Luke, I wish you'd let me in like maybe like a good minute ago. Why would he say? Why he about to say I must in every band and I didn't see and that be the thing. That be my thing right there. When he was drilling that student about. The student asked him one thing, and he like, I didn't see everything, and I didn't watch all these bands. It'd be that one moment right there where that student saying, I don't give a shit, but just think what I'm saying is consideration. That's all I wanted to add to that. And that's how you fall behind on the time. The student might really be telling you something that's hot that make it keep the whole band interested in being here. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what I want to say to that. Uh, back to this. I mean, uh, b- before you get before you move to what you're saying, I think as band directors, though, we know that. We know that them kids don't really care when we talk about that stuff, but we also realize that there there are things that we got to take care of too. You know, I think that there is a there is there is there is a and you said it before, meeting the kids, you know, where they are, but there has to be a negotiation amongst that, right? Like, right. if a kid comes to me and says we we need to do X, Y, and Z, we need to play this in the stands, kind of going off of what Chuck was saying, his response was. I've dealt with these people. We have a a performance, and they don't care about us playing in the stands. Now, when we get past this performance, then we can look into that. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't disagree with what you said, but I think that that when you're dealing with kids like that and in situations like that, some of those kids' minds supersede the job that needs to get done first. Like what they want to do supersedes all of that. And I think that that's where the issue comes comes in at. So, but but we know we know that them kids don't give a damn about you know what we didn't. Yeah, do. I, I feel like I'm just I'm just saying like you know I'm gonna listen right then because like and you never know what that kid may be talking about. We probably can incorporate that in the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, something to make it more lit. But uh, yeah, my first day for a classic. Uh, overall, overrated for sure, for sure. Um. It was a whoa, 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 whoa. Now, look, I am, I am first. Hold on, wait, 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 Maya, wait, Maya, wait, Maya. Listen, I did not go, I did not go to Prairie View. I only worked there for five years, but you cannot say that. I'm just saying, you can't say that. Go ahead. I was there. Okay, let me tell you that from the from the from the whole thing. What I didn't like the most is I, 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 they gave me the experience. I just said go to the high school battle band in the morning, and the winner of the high school battle bands opened up the show. Correct. All of that goes into the pageantry of the of the event. Sure. You didn't let none of the winners of the, of the high school battle band perform at all, and you invited extra schools, and they set to the whole game. Just the kids being bored. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't play or nothing. That was a big no-no for me for kids that might want to come to these HBCU. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, 
this is not it. You know what I'm saying? That that one big thing. Uh, when when grandma start losing, all the fans start leaving. That's not like a classic vibe to me. I'm like, you still stay there. You talk that shit. Um, that was the most overrated part to me. I mean, the atmosphere it was cool. Maybe because it was a blowout. It wasn't like a a a, a back and forward game that I could see it. But it was like, uh, okay, this is what they're talking about. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all showed up and y'all showed out. Um, but yeah, that aspect. Um, the battle. Luke, I don't agree with you a lot. I don't agree with you a lot. But I do agree on this tie situation. Now, I went to the Battle of the Bands that morning, and I heard Gremlin at the Lancaster Battle of the Bands. I knew it was going to be a good battle there because they was on 10. I'm like, I'm just like, this kid's Gremlin. I know Gremlin. I know be like boring. But they'll have like two or three. But you see when they played that uh that King's Affirmation? They played it for the high school kids that morning. I was like, I heard Southerns, and it's different, different. So I'm like, I heard PB, and if PB ain't got nothing for this, it's about to be a long night, a long night for them. But I was a little, I was a little surprised, you know what I'm saying? PB they had a little something, but I, I personally feel like Grandma got the edge a little bit, or maybe because I'm saying that we wasn't expecting Grandma to come out on some, we won't beat y'all up type, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like, you know, whatever. And that battle that Whitney Houston that just threw me for like everybody like no, that wasn't it. So that was kind of like. It was a tie in a battle in a sense, but it was a great battle back and forward. They didn't have a zero quarter, so the bands was going back and forth all night. TV sound damn good on that damn um, Is This She Money song by Bobby Smurda. I posted on my Instagram today. That song, Living Like That. I don't know the dude who wrote it, but yeah, he uh, he, he, he in the bag. So that's that about that, about the, um, what's I missing? Oh, the tuba battle at the end. Y'all know I like the English. I like the English shit. So uh, I didn't realize Grandma too. I, I I know all the kids there, but they just came with an extra. So PV, they got one tuba call where they like, hell no, that shit is fire and it's lit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never heard, I ain't never see it get played back at somebody who played a garbage uh solo. And when they came in, I was like, that's pretty cool. So I you, look, y'all at watch my, my look at mine, look at mine, look at mine, look at mine. <laughs> and, and they play and they play Genesis on um on um on on, on Grammy in that in that little earlier video I post. But back to the two battle. So and I'm like I'm not this PV. I'm like you know you know Doctor Zachary and them they all clean cut by the book. You know what I'm saying? But once again we talk about the last episode, Luke. What Genesis is? Genesis some ignorant shit and you can't hide it. So uh, PV two was lined up. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they play their solo while everybody line up the watch out. I'm like, okay, we, we about to have action. Around the lineup, they're taking too long. PV so two about to run another one, but they're like, y'all come line up, y'all come line up. I'm like, oh, not for that as a match. Ramla came, they thing on the field. They played like two of them and they were humping. So we marching out. I'm recording a video, I'm marching out. All I hear is bang, 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 bang. I'm like, I just know that ain't PV after they just got on the bus. PV then blocked up in the parking lot. I'm like, we got action. I like this thing. So look, you got a bunch of Hispanics on 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 their tube line. They talking shit like this is what I'm talking about. And then what made it more interesting was I don't know like if it was one of the assistant directors who was who was directing it. It's like they was letting them have fun outside in the parking lot. And they hear Miss Robot come. This is how I know ground up the other stuff. Now I'm thinking she about to like literally like you know 
calm it down. Oh, she know like, oh no, let's line this thing. Let's get let's get it popping. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So it was some all out two with madness in the parking lot, and and that would kind of like save the experience for me because it was pretty cool. Maybe I was expecting a whole bunch more. I don't know what it was, but it was a lit overall classic, and I, I like the rivalry between the two because Gramlin really came with it. Cause like y'all said, every y'all watch it, PB just doing something dirty in the, um, in the class. You know what I'm saying? But this year. It was a little different. So, Luke, I agree. It kind of was a tie. I can't really tell who won it. Because even even there, I was giving the edge to ground when I came back and watched my videos. I'm like, nah, PB sounded good on a couple of them holes. So, yeah. All right. So, before I say anything, you ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing for the topics today, do you? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I, I just wanted to make sure before I went into saying that, because I didn't want to get too far Gone. Well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this because, like, when I got to, like I said, I mean, I know my position in a lot of things. Um, to your topic, I heard some stuff that happened this weekend. You know, what I'm saying when I was in Dallas, from like one school that came to Jackson, and like they didn't do as good as I thought they they, they should have done, and they like the best school in in Dallas. You know, what I'm saying, and then everybody was telling me one thing that happened at at, at Jackson State when I get to Dallas. You know, everybody talking in Dallas. I'm like, oh, so that's what happened. So that's probably why. You know what I'm saying? Such and such like that. So that's kind of like what, what I was thinking about the whole time you brought the topic up. And just, I hear it so much, especially in y'all area. And like, y'all earlier, a couple episodes, y'all used to be warning us, like, this is why we can't do All Star Bad for reasons like this. This can't we do why we can't do such and such for reasons like this. And here we go, back to fruition. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm never going to argue the fact when the facts are right then and that. And it's very. It sucks that it had to be like, I ain't gonna say for that one situation, but y'all get what I'm saying. Um, that shit's funny. Sugar, uh, my you're right, sugar daddies ain't sugar daddies the most. Them niggas different. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas are young. You know what I'm saying? Sugar mamas, they look, let's get it, let's just say it out, out in the open. Cougars be looking better than younger girls. And I hate to say that, I'm talking about they be by far. I know some girls, y'all probably seen out, but like, you're 21 and you're like, you've been through life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's really some of these older women, you know what I'm saying? So that's I want I want to chime in, in different parts of that, but y'all had some funny ass points, but uh but yeah. All right, so let's let me I'm gonna go back and then go forward. Um so yeah, I, I, I don't I don't disagree with you um on the synopsis of, of the whole battle uh situation. I think too, I think you were kind of looking for it to be kind of like boombox ish, yeah. and and it, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not. It's I mean, it, it's not, and I don't think it will ever be boombox ish. Uh, it's more of a family affair. It's more like, hey cousin, like. Uh, I, I, the whole night, yeah. I mean, the the rivalry between PV and Gremlin, not so much, but the atmosphere itself because you're also surrounded by the state fair and the state fair itself is, is a family affair. You know what I'm saying? I stayed, I stayed after day and went the next day. I, I, man, look, you I ain't, ain't no problem like that. You ate I mean, all that food, room. didn't you? Oh yeah. 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 I, I stayed actually. I yeah, canceled yeah, the flight yeah. and everything. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but no, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you on that front. I mean, um, there's definitely that rivalry there between, between Gremlin and PV and, and, you know, I was blessed to to be there to experience it for the five years that I was there because I had never went to a Cotton Bowl before then, um, ever. Um, 
So being there and, and, and being in that experience and that atmosphere, I, for me, it was super dope. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, I still feel personally for me being there is different listening to both bands than it is listening to listening on the recording. But I guess even from me listening on the recording, I guess, you know, I guess we both came up with the same result, which was, you know, it was a tie. Um, As far as, you know, what you were saying about the topic and and today. um, Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know that had happened. All I know is I kept seeing them and not seeing him. And I was okay. like, really? What's going on? So, um, you know, that's news to me. I didn't know. But what I will say is, you know, not specifically talking about him, but being a director, being in this space for, you know, the years that I have, um, it's not, unfortunately, and I'll say unfortunately because it's very true, unfortunately, it's not uncommon. Um, there are people that I know I've known and know personally, um, that have been in and out of those situations. And I think that it's something that, that we do need to have conversations about. And I thought, you know, having this speaking with Quan first, um, and then just kind of going back and doing my own research and looking into things and going up and and listening to the good up podcast, it, 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 really shed a light on the fact that we do need to have these conversations, right? We can't just always talk about the band and, and, you know, whether who sounds good and all this. We got to talk about the, the, the stuff that we try to sweep under the rug too. And we got to put that stuff in the forefront. Um, so yeah, I, I, even, I, even more, even more detailed topics, like all in all, you know what I'm saying? Being in this, in this game, I'm seeing, I see a lot and everything comes to my social media. So like even stuff like, uh, like, you know, like, why one school could highlight the, the flags and give them a feature, but this school can't, you know what I'm saying? Or why, like, you know, certain girls can make the team and certain girls can't, you know what I'm saying? They got some stuff that's coming down the pipeline with, like, a couple of these shows coming out, and it's about to get really crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a whole bunch in, in, in the whole scene that you could talk about. But overall, I mean, I feel you, great topic. One thing I did want to point out, too, the support that the parents gave these schools at that battle, at that Lancaster, Lancaster, Lancaster Battle of the Bands, I went to, they were crazy. I said, yeah, so band ain't dead in battles at all. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's just a matter of the style or just our certain schools, because uh, what school this is, they won. They uh, see the hill. The people have an army behind it. But see like, that yeah. but that's the thing, right? Like and and, and um Quan, were you about to say something? Yeah, I'm about to say, oh. but but people don't know people don't know that Cedar Hill was the number one band of USA bands in the South. Right. So it's like so like that's that's what so all the things that we promote like on this show is like when I saw them, I was like, bro, that's one of the best bands in the country, show style period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like like that's what those are the type of things that, honestly, that this show we've been doing, we've been pushing and promoting them for for years, bro. Outstanding staff, outstanding, you know, students, and but they they cold, like real talk. That's a cold, cold band for real. But see, the, and, and the thing too, and and just to kind of go back on what you said, like, band is not specifically dead in the state of Texas. It's just not thriving as much as it used to. Um, 
and I and I say and I and I bring this up a lot too. Our people, the chocolate folk, ain't the ones who are the masses in this art form in the state of Texas as it used to be. Sorry, that was my Google. I don't know if you heard that, but um, but yeah, it's just that's uh, that's what it is. So you you look at Cedar Hill, and yeah, Cedar Hill is a is a darn good program by far, you know. But there for the one Cedar Hill, there's like five or six or seven other ones that ain't Cedar Hill, right? And then you will get a skyline, and then there five or six or seven. Before you get to something, you know what I'm saying? So, whereas I know coming up, especially, you know, I, and I can only speak for Houston and a little bit of Dallas because I knew Townview by the time I was graduating. I knew of Townview. Um, I knew of Ozan and I knew of Central High School in Beaumont. But when I was in Houston, you know, Willard was obviously, you know, we were the top dogs, but you still had groups like Worthen who were, who were still doing great things. You still had groups like Madison at the time who were still doing great things. You, the, the Yates was still holding on Booker T was still holding on Jones smiley. Like you, you could go through all of these lists of programs that were still doing great things and still doing good things. Whereas now in the state of Texas, you may get one or two may per city. And then when you're looking at HISD, I don't know, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's 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 dead because yes, you'll get that support in the state of Texas, obviously, absolutely. It's just not as it's just not as strong as what it, what it used to be. You know, I look at Willard and, and I love I love my alma mater. I'm gonna love and support my alma mater till till you know they bury me. But at the same time, the numbers at my alma mater are nowhere near what they used to be when I was in school. And it ain't even as many chocolate folk in there no more. Most of them are Hispanic. Dang, that's, yeah. I, I didn't think about it like that. Cause I, I know every time I think of Texas, I think about the, the big schools like Skyline. I'm just realizing seeing Cedar Hill in person, because some of you was good at hell a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, but the support that uh, just me just getting my first experience of the whole weekend, it was real good. And maybe like it's always good to see something for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Versus when people be telling you, but like with that incident, I was like, damn, they said that. And, like you know, but good overall classic. Uh, will I go back again? Yeah, maybe. Uh, depends. You know, I do think they need a battle of bands between the two though. Like the night before, that'd be fine. Like because they didn't have a zero quarter because they had so many projected. Open their performances, so like get them a battle of the bands the night before that thing will be fine. You you touching Maya right now in a, in a not so good place. Go ahead, yeah, Maya. I don't want to say. I'm just so you wouldn't know, right? So things have changed. There was at one point I wouldn't say where there was a full battle of the bands, but there was one time where at the high school battle of the bands, right? Both bands would end up being there, and it would be some like a impromptu like prequel to the game. Right. So in terms of the dining or what's happened and changed in Dallas, I'm not exactly sure. And just like you mentioned, um, with the high school students kind of growing up being in Dallas, you kind of know it used to be part of winning the ballot of bands that morning was that you're able to perform the pregame at the 
at the actual game. That was that part what they of it. So that's why I was wondering why they didn't let the kids do it. Once. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what's changed, but just so you know, just for context, that has been a thing, right? And so also just kind of growing up, you kind of knew like the excitement of being in the band is being able to have a front row seat as a band to the game itself. So just so you know, like it's not anything that has not been thought of. It's just things I guess that have changed over time. I haven't gone to the game in a couple of years, so I'm not really well versed on how things are now, but just to give you a little bit of background, like those things have been done. And that, that was part of the culture of the game It's it's a citywide type of thing. Everybody is involved and everybody aspires to have some type of inkling or hand in it or exposure to it rather. And then when you say like, people leaving it's customary for the majority of people to leave after halftime because okay. truly like the halftime when we say that's all they come for time, that's really what you come for and then after that it's time to hit the fair it's time to get drunk it's time to get your corner dog it's time to go to the car show it's time to party like you just stay until the halftime show and you did and if i'm not mistaken because i know that when i got to pv and we started doing it there were two battles and then I think they they switched it down to like one now. Because there used to be a floor show, it used to be a field show um, type battle. There's been a lot of different yeah. ways that it's been done over the years, but that whole like battle thing between PV and Grandma has been a thing in the past. And and this will bring it back. Well, I, I will tell you, they will probably uh, unless something changes, they'll probably never do a battle the night before. Uh, because traditionally Prairie View does the performance at Townview. So uh, unless there is a one heck of a reason why, uh, I don't ever think that tradition will ever change. Yeah, that's a thing. Bring that whole to Townview. Get them kids that experience. I mean, I don't... I feel you. I think that it would be truly, really, really cool if both schools could end up going because now Lancaster as well as Townview are like the prominent places to go for that particular event or that um, that uh, performance, rather. So if really, if PV and Grandma would show up at Townview, that'd be a good damn time. And then it'd be like a little battle situation in the parking lot. I feel you. I feel you. But of course, there's so many things that go into that. Um but no, like PV will for, for definitely always go to Townview on Friday night. It's called the Fall Fling. So it's 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 been a thing, has been a thing, and hopefully will continue to be a thing. Yeah, it's probably I, I, I like I like the whole recruitment aspect of that thing how that's going on. Um Portia, homecoming next week, right? Uh-huh. Is you still coming or no? I booked already, yeah. I turned down okay. So what's going what's going on? Luke, you in that thing? All right, man. Uh, I appreciate you for for coming in, Justin. You not call my coming. Long story. I'll tell you about it. Yeah, you didn't even have the decency to tell you offline. You had to find. I just said I'll tell you about it later. Hey Luke, make a sound bite from a uh, Florida Evans talking about damn, 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 damn. <laughs> I I said I'll tell you. Well, I, look, look, it's not one hundred percent. We went from okay. we went from one hundred percent going to now it's like in the fifty fifty range. So there's still a fifty fifty chance. It's but it's a long story. That's why. That's the only reason why. It's the only reason why. And it, it, it's it has nothing to do with us. It's 
But I'll say that. It's something else. But I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later, Porsche. Justin, I'll be here. It's okay, Porsche. I understand. Rick, Rick, Rick gonna be there? Rick gonna be there because this is... But see, that's why I gotta be there. It's Rick's 20th year in Omega. In Omega. And yeah. it's my 20th year since being in the Legion. Like, it's been 20 years since I stepped I foot. I like reneging. I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, it's... Why you be quiet? You ain't going anyway. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going no way. Uh, but no, there, there's a reason why. So, but it has nothing to do with me specifically. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll tell you later. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, it's okay. See, Justin, you made me at you. Now you brought it out. Now, portion heard a feeling. Oh, yeah, we talking about homecoming, homecoming. We coming to homecoming. What the, the, the drink you was talking about, Portia? Y'all make it uh, a week a week in advance. I'm excited. What you talking about? Let me see. See, look, yeah, I remember all the you talking about the, the dancers who ain't dancers. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all had it hyped up. Yeah. Well, they're not there. They're not there no more. So it don't even matter. You ain't gonna see them. I mean, they may come back as alumni, but I don't even think that they they acknowledge the fact that they they do let them do alumni band. They do. Wow. Okay. New to me. Uh, <laughs> what Justin? What day you getting there? Thursday. See, that's the day to get there. They because you know they let you in on MD Thursday. Now you can you can get the yeah, actual. Yeah, that's the only time you would get in that band room. Right. Yeah, you take advantage of it. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Use your uh, pass now. Huh? Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Oh, no, I had to change the stuff around. I just got it, uh, invited to Disney World this weekend. They had this huge uh, HBCU weekend. Uh, they, they started last year. They have a battle of the bands, a parade through the park. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. I'm excited about that. I'm going to All right, Justin. Thank you for getting me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm a little less excited now. Don't but. T- don't say Aww. that. Bro. See, see, man. My man, though. We were supposed to be talking about the classic <laughs> and the topic. Yeah, he just messed it all up. All right, man. Golly, man. <laughs> Jesus. See, now he he tip now. I'll tell you later, Portia. Okay. I, matter of fact, because I'm going to sleep out of this, but I'll I send you a message tomorrow. Let okay. You know. All right. Well, this is not the best way to end this. <laughs> <laughs> damn, 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 damn. All right. Um, yep. All right, Quan, any, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture, brother? Uh, I do want to say, uh, I know she won't see this, but I'm going to still give her a shout out. Uh, happy birthday to my mama. Mama, yeah! Uh, woo so, so mm. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Yeah, that, was, that was your birthday yeah, shout out. Uh, I kind of jumped on it. Shout out, shout out to Queen Mother uh, on her day today. Uh, shout out to all the bands as we progress towards the latter half of the season. Uh, reputation over the kids and and I'm excited. Uh, Worthy's homecoming is this Friday, so we're gearing up. Our first real drill and show going to be on the uh, field this Friday, so you will see videos for me. All right. That's dope. And congratulations, man, on, on you know, first field show and uh, getting your feet wet in that. I can't wait to see it, brother. Most definitely. 
Um, I'm, I'm even afraid to ask right now, Portia, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? Just, you know, I do. Go ahead. Get your people away from your job. Whatever you're looking for, find it away from your job. That's all I'm going to say. Those two should not mix or mingle. Better safe than sorry. It's always about the bag, okay? Bills need bag. Um, And I don't know that I'll be on here next week. It's going to be a, a bit of a week for me next week. Homecoming week is always crazy, so... I don't know if I'll be here, but I would expect that. I would yeah. expect that. Um, so yeah, I'll see you all in two weeks. Um, no, to my knowledge, we are not going to South Carolina State, but who knows? You know, things change. Somebody asked that in the comments. Man, see, Justin, you you didn't look at Porsche's mood. It is so different now. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, oh, Justin. Oh. But, don't, but don't y'all have a battle of the band coming up with Norfolk on the, I think it's the 5th of November. Who having a battle of the bands? We going to an event in Charlotte. We play A&T that Saturday. And so we're going to keep going. It's a HBCU something battle of the bands in charlotte it's gonna be us anti alabama state kentucky state it's some more bands that i can't remember because she, right. she upset right november, now right? yeah the first weekend in november mm-hmm. okay yeah just killed the move bye any any final thoughts anything you got for the culture no nothing that's gonna beat you reneging no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the braids, man. It's the braids. <laughs> oh, that, that boy the long bat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes with braids renewed. <laughs> oh, no. Got him feeling like a brand new person. I uh-huh. am, Oh, my gosh. We know. We just playing with you. Don't you know. know. You don't know. You don't know. Because now, no, now you hurt my feelings. What I, what I do know is that if you could, you would. And if you can, you will. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And if you lay, and if it's laid, it's braided. So, hey. so that. And if it's up, then it's stuck. All the things. Like- <laughs> you feel me? I did tell Bethea that you um, was trying to get in contact with him when I saw him today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Anyway, my... But no. But just let Dr. Bethea know he... Yeah, see, that's why you got cut out. Maya, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? No, I'm just happy to be back and whatnot. Okay. Well, I know you was out there on that beach with the toes up, so congratulations. Trying to go back. I don't blame you. I do not blame you. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, thank you, Justin, for killing the mood. I I appreciate you. 
today, <laughs> today has been a great episode, super great episode. Definitely a conversation that was needed, man. So I appreciate everybody who actually participated in the conversation, everybody who was getting down in the comments, and also the people who came in and checked in with us. Man, Brother Moore is in here. I got to always shout him out when he comes in because he keeps, man, he keeps them comments rolling uh during the week man so i definitely appreciate it man also please make sure y'all go to the store check it out check out the merchandise i know we got a lot of sayings that i said that we somebody i need one of y'all to take charge and just write these things down we say uh put it on the shirt and just send it to me so i can make sure i put the stuff on the shirt because i'll be forgetting by the time the show is over and i know i go back and watch and cut these videos but i, I don't be thinking about it like during that time somebody write this stuff down all right, anyway, man, but y'all can go to the store and get 30% off your purchase. Just type in HBCU Band. That's www.realtalkthattalk.com. Also, please make sure you check out the Patreon. Uh, and also, make sure that you hit the like button on the way out. All, uh, oh, and if you're watching this, and it ain't on a Wednesday. It's like a Thursday or a Friday or Saturday or something. You can't comment. Ain't nobody going to respond, but you can't comment. All right? Brother Moore be, be commenting all the time. But you can also click that, click that like button while you're watching it on the run back. All right? Uh, I ain't got nothing else for you, man. This has been a great episode, man. I will see you guys later. You all have a great, great rest of the week. Deuces. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.